If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown. And I'm joined by my co-host. What's going on, guys? It's your girl, Amanda. Hey, guys. It's Kimmy. So... Dang. Look at that. Look at that. The ding. The start of the ceremonial episode. Because I have a question. You might as well ring the bell. You do have a question. What's the question? It's related to this lovely topic. Okay, but I this is a nice segue. I'm concocting in my head. Concoct right it now. now. Okay, okay, okay. Well, first of all, thank you for liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Thank you for joining the Get Comfy Gaming stream on Twitch. So you might as well go check that out every week. Also, you know. Thank you for uh, just being here, listening to the Get Comfy podcast. So last podcast, we talked about being the employee, being the uh, the lower tier of the uh, business world, right? Lowballing it. We were. Oh. We really were. And it was, a, it was a tough life. You know, we grinded. We got our money. But now we're getting a long overdue pay raise and, of course, a promotion. Mm-hmm. Today, we're here to talk about businesses that we would run if we were in charge of one. And Amanda referred to a question last podcast, a little nugget of information. So we're going to kind of lead off with that and then fall into our, our topics here. Okay. As I scratch my eyes. Uh, okay. So in the world star life on Instagram, they asked, and this is crediting world star, you know, and it just closed out. Hold on. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. All right. If you were given $50,000 to start your own business, what kind of business would you start? I would open up a Chick-fil-A. I would open up a Chick-fil-A. Why Chick-fil-A? Well, all right. So our area, and let me me do some research of how much it costs to, uh, does it cost to open a Chick-fil-A? Um... So the rumor has it, um, it says, despite, and this is from businessinsider.com, Chick-fil-A charges a franchise fee of $10,000 to open up a new restaurant. And the company told Business Insider that it doesn't require candidates to meet a threshold for net worth or liquid assets. So you can open up a Chick-fil-A for $10,000, right? And in our area, we don't have one. You said we had to travel what? 45 minutes, I think. About 45 minutes if you're going to Danbury and could be a little more because going into the city, you have to take a train. Yeah, we did stop by the Chick-fil-A in the city. And let me tell you, I had a bad experience there. I ordered a coffee. Grant you, why do you order coffee from Chick-fil-A? I don't know. 
but I did. And it took longer than the orders placed behind me of people who were ordering like chicken sandwiches, nuggets, fries, drinks, all that. One coffee took that long. So I would one invest that $10,000 to open up a Chick-fil-A, right? So there's that, there's the side hustle. I'm pushing food, right? Maybe a Chick-fil-A food truck. How about that? Those are popping nowadays. Ooh, a food truck sounds good. Cause think about Chick-fil-A anywhere. Right? You on can take it mobile. It can come to your house. Like a on taco truck road. type thing or like just an actual food truck? No, like a taco truck in a way where it's like, uh, you know, you call us up and we're like, we're there on the spot, like Chick-fil-A on the spot. Like I do want a brick and mortar place. Okay. But I think having the aspect of a mobile like convoy of Chick-fil-A would be dope because you can order us to go anywhere, business meetings or gatherings outside which are very popular like a catering truck sort of yeah essentially yeah i mean grant you you know it's like the oscar meyer wiener truck you know we out here which is going to be a big nugget (laughs) it's going to be a big nugget i i I picture it as the nugget mobile or a tender if you will um so there's the chick-fil-a so we had we had (laughs) we had what fifty thousand to open up our business so there's ten thousand of it so the other forty thousand i would invest in a beard oil beard balm and, you know, I would say men's grooming products in a way, not limited to oils and balms for your beard, but like, you know, trimmers, shaving needs. I don't know if there's there's um, Manscaped does this like ball deodorant or like I was just going to say like something along the lines of Manscaped. Yeah. And, you know, I'm much to like, I don't know, no one's surprised I'm into like beard oils and balms grant you we've worked with great before shave also um shout out to norse beard company um i do not have the um set they're sending me out but we will be doing a live review of some beard oils on the podcast i'm pretty pumped about that Um, i I re-uploaded their um captions on instagram so you might as well go check them out if you see my story they are there but um, I would open up like a beard oil or like a men's grooming company. I think that's what it can be classified as. Would you open a storefront or would it be only online? See, that's the thing. I've noticed with all of these beard oil companies and stuff like that, they don't have like a brick and mortar store. Um, Great Before Shave does, but it's in Texas. And I think it's like a very small store. Um, this company beard brand who kind of got me started on this wave of beard oil and stuff they sell their stuff in Target now, and they didn't before. Um, but I would open up like a brick and mortar place to conduct business because one, I think it's something about going to a store to purchase something is kind of like dope to me. Also, like, you know, you can visit the shop. Maybe do I get like fancy with it because it's $40,000? Do I open up a barber shop within the store? Oh, who's your barber? I don't know. See, that's the thing. I got to come up with a dope barber to get the fresh cuts, G, you know? And then whenever you leave, we smack it back of your head like a cut, G. No. Ooh. Oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> but so uh, preferably be right next to my Chick-fil-A because then you can eat, go get a haircut, and do whatever you need to. But um, All you need is a strip club. Who says, you know, 40000 I don't know how much it costs to open up aren't, one of those stores. Aren't Chick-fil-A, like, aren't they, like... They're holy. Christian or something like that? Yeah, but like they don't need to know. Like what happened? Like you get you get a cut. That's all you need. You just get a haircut, you get some oils for your beard and you move on. But like 
beard oils and stuff like fascinate me. I just like the different scents. I like the different types of things you can do. Like there's waxes, there's balms, butters, oils. Like it's so dope to me. And like they all smell good. Like, oh, like it's it's something. I, have I mean, all... I've said this before. I can appreciate a really good smelling man. So if you're if I'm like really close to you and your face smells really nice. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you. And like, that's always, I guess that's why I'm into this stuff. There's always been like a perpetual fear that like, you know, sometimes you stank and Oof. people, you know, assume like the beard is like, it smells or like, mm-hmm. I heard there was a thing where it's like when COVID started, like it can attract COVID or something. Like or, it like, could get stuck in your beard. Yeah. I remember Yeah. That. So like whenever you have a beard, I think it's like up to the person to like, take care of it it's like a dog or like a pet i feel like you... beards in like some aspect are still slightly stigmatized oh like yeah not as like they were before where it was like you can't be professional and have a beard who the fuck says yeah and like nowadays i think it's more like you said more acceptable and um mm-hmm. it's always and i can tie this back to the podcast we did before um my boss for that job the raceway job said i should shave my beard like because like it, it's kind of like it was now, but like mm-hmm. grant you, like I had it tamed. Um, he said, "Oh, you should shave it down because you know it's not professional." And grant you, I said I did, but I really didn't, and it didn't affect my sales. It didn't affect how I interact with customers. So I would be accepting of that. Yeah. But um, also, I feel like now that we're in quarantine and you know the barber is less available to people, I feel like people are growing out. Out. Oh wow! I feel like people oh. are growing. Yeah, I feel like people are growing out their facial hair, their hair in general. So, mm-hmm. like, would it hurt to open up a business that takes care of like your beard, your hair, your skin? No, I feel like I feel like beards now aren't so much of a niche market. If not, they're like, because honestly, like, mm, I want to say like six out of ten guys that I know have beards. Like and honestly. beard doesn't limit to, like mine, which is very long and like a Viking. No, like beard... there's some guys that have like you know the um, where it's like they trim it down where it's not like clean shaven, but it's like very very short, and it's like there's that, and then there's it's like, like stubble. Yeah, in a way. and that's where like the translation gets lost because I feel like people don't think that's a beard. That, that is, is a beard. A beard. It, it's on your I face. Think the beard hair. means just facial hair. Yeah, that and covers like the majority of your cheeks and or like chin jaw area. Yeah, like the lower portion of your face is exactly. covered in hair. That's a beard. Um, so yeah, for me to be like a men's grooming place and a Chick Fil A, because like you know that's two things I love: food and my beard. So like, why not? You know. So I'm gonna pass it off to you guys now. I've done my talking. What are the businesses <laughs> you guys would open? And wow, that was 10 minutes. I'm so sorry, by the way. I, I, I rant too much. Um, what are the businesses that you guys would open? Like, I'd open a Starbucks flat. Starbs. Because, listen, if I go broke, it's because of Starbucks. So I agree with the Chick-fil-A and starting up a Starbucks because everyone likes coffee. drive through or no drive through drive through That's always popping. Those Starbucks with the drive through Except when the line's all the way down the street. I can't stand that. I want to get Ali a pup cup, and then I'm like, yo, let's go for a ride. Maybe you get a pup cup. Do and it. And then the pure disgrace of whenever free the line's cup, too long. Bro. Yeah, it's free. So I'm like, hey, No, apparently there was rumors saying that Starbucks is going to charge 
nah, it's just whipped cream, fam. Like, stop. Don't kid yourself. Um, but yeah, so fast food would be a dope thing, especially now. You don't have to go oh, in, yeah. drive through, pick it up, go home, do whatever you need to. So, Kimmy, what is the business you would like to open here? Um, I think I would want to open like a doggy daycare slash like like I would just want to do something with dogs. I think that's um really draws my attention where it's like a lot of people um uh right now are getting dogs and all that's fun stuff that comes with it but it's like i want to do like training and have like really good trainers to be able to train like you know the smallest youngest puppy to like you know a super senior dog and also like Mm -hmm. you know see if i can have a groomer in there just like kind of like a dog sanctuary in a way that's dope. Like ever yeah. since I got my puppy, I've been obsessed with like training him. Grant you things don't go the way you want them when you have a dog. No, I think it's not all. Psycho. Yeah. Like I don't think it's all like peachy cream. Like, you know, it's not like that. And you will have your good days where your dog is like aces and does everything. And then especially with like a young dog, like your dog is how old? Like he's three, but like he didn't get properly trained until he was like a year and a half you know like because that's when we got him um but crazy enough like you guys know i say all these stories that boppy's a psycho and all these things we just recently went to visit family in arizona and i flew with my dog (laughs) we flew with my dog and my family in arizona has a min pin so they have a miniature pincher and uh he's a male dog also these these two boys had the best time of their lives granted akamaru aka Bobby was trying to be the alpha in the house. And I was like, homeboy, this ain't your crib. Stop. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't fight. Uh, Akamaru, when he first like went in, we muzzled him just for precautions. And he did slightly snap on Sheriff. That's my cousin's dog. Uh, but it wasn't like, um, like a bite. It was like, okay, you sniff me, get on my face. Like it was one of those. And so- you are a pro de- proactive dog owner like you you take care of business before like you know your situation like you just don't assume of course i always um and yeah and mind you my i have another cousin over there that she has two kids uh one of them is a six-year-old the other is a two and a half year old and i told her i'm like hey my dog hasn't been around little kids so i don't know how he's gonna act you know we're I will keep an eye on mine. Just make sure you keep an eye on yours. And she said, that's fine. And uh, yeah, he went up to sniff my two and a half year old nephew that was sitting on a chair and my nephew kicked him in the face a little bit. Not like an aggressive kick, but it was like a "Eh, dog. Get out of my face. Yeah. And and they respected each other's boundaries and nothing and everything ran smoothly. Didn't have to like worry about anything. That's all you can ask for. And like, would you go as far to say like with your dog sanctuary and stuff like that? Would you not allow, but like you would just stick to like dogs, right? No other type of pet you can own, like a cat or I don't know what else you can train, but like Like a chinchilla or a bird. I mean, if if we were were to, I mean, if you think about it, like you need a really big space to have like, you know, an active area for dogs of all sizes. I watch so, Tiger King. I know about sanctuaries and animals. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> um, living in like Southern Westchester, we would have to get like an industrial building, and like that's you know kind of expensive. And oh stuff. yeah. So, um, if we were to ha- like run a successful business, then 
you know, I would think about adding more animals, but like right off the bat, it would be only dogs. Yeah. I feel like once you kind of get comfortable in that space of dogs, then you can kind of be like, I got this formula down somewhat. I can move on, expand horizons, and then just see from yeah. there. I mean, I'm so terrified of cats, so. Cats are weird. A little bit. Cats are fucking weird. Just saying. Like, they're chill when they want to all cuddle up with you, but then their eyes wide, like they're tripping on some sort of acid. And you're just like, what are you thinking? And then they start making noises like, and I'm just like, no, thank you. Yeah, cats are like killers, Crackhead. kind of. Yeah, that yeah, way too. Crackhead. So, like, compiling our, like, let's just say we had, like, a corner of, like, the world. Let's say we had, like, a little block in a neighborhood. Mm. We'd have a Chick-fil-A. We'd have a dog sanctuary. We'd have a Starbucks. And we would have, a like, a barber shop, essentially. That sounds like a dope, like... I'm surprised you didn't say you would open, Kalo. What? A beard shop. Like, not a barber shop, but, like, a barber shop just for, like beards well yeah like i said to kimmy that you know she asked like what barber would you get and i like i would make sure i'd get one or like, a few that would have the ability to like do beards not like because there's some barbers that just don't know how to do it and they're just kind of like yeah i'm gonna wing it and just hope it comes out good no like i have i have told people i've had fears when i go into the barber shop and like there's my barber and then there's like the second one, which I'm kind of cool with. And then there's like the third one, which which I'm like, nah, I'm not going to get a haircut today. And I'm like, I just out of fear. of say, chief. Yeah, it's just out of fear that like he's going to mess up my beard somewhat. And like grant you before I started going to the barbershop to do my beard, I've messed it up multiple times. So like, who am I to talk? But like, it's but still it's that- different if you do it yourself than if someone fucks up your hair. And especially right. if you pay for it too. Like mm-hmm. I'd make sure that like I said to Kimmy that I would use I'd have like all these different beard products, I'd have hair products, you know. Not to say like I'm into hair because like I wear a hat all the time, but like men's grooming stuff, you but, know. Like, your beard is your biggest accomplishment, let's be real. Oh yeah, a hundred percent like through my head, shave me bald, keep the beard. Yeah, honestly. And like I have like especially now that like I'm in quarantine, like my hair's getting pretty long but like i'm more focused on my beard than any other thing like i go out thing that people see yeah and like grant you if you have a beard you should make sure it looks good don't come out here looking like uh i don't know scruffy chewbacca Chewbacca. (laughs) i mean grant you i can't speak like i'm i'm pretty bushy right now i gotta fix it up but yeah so like hearing our businesses are dope and like you know, we had a $50,000 budget. The way we can manage that 50000 especially like in the first year, is insane. Like, it'll cost a lot up front to actually start your business. But like, if you play your cards right, you can be like rolling in it, essentially. I mean, you're not wrong. Especially if you like play your cards right. You got to like, I noticed that if you open up a business, it has to be where your clients are. Like, I'm not going to go open up a Chick-fil-A out in, like, the middle of Kentucky where no one is. No, but, like, here in Westchester, things will, like, thrive because everyone's here. Yeah, I feel like a Chick-fil-A here would, like, pop off. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, if I can just pull together, like, three or four people to, like, pay this $10,000, yo, the first Chick-fil-A in Westchester? I mean. The going to be, like, out the door. I, you know what? And 
Yeah, and you know, it seems, at least to me, it seems like what they offer, grant you, I know they're like super religious, they don't open on Sundays, blah, blah, blah. But like, you can't tell me like the no. prospect of it. You can't like, tell me I can't do it. Well, yeah, that, but like the prospect of like, we were all saying like the line will be out the door. Like, I'm all about that. Like, regardless, like, especially now, people are probably clamoring for that. And I can actually apply right now to be a uh, franchise owner. So maybe there's Get Comfy and Chick-fil-A collab. Oh, shit, Kalo. I'm going to invest. Stonks are going to go through the roof. I'm going to be major, major business moves from now on. But um, from now on, you can kind of listen to the other shows of the Get Comfy podcast, which are the Get Comfy Lowdown every Wednesday morning and then you got the get comfy game break every friday morning then you got the get comfy gaming stream on twitch twitch tv slash get comfy gaming why don't you follow us hop in a stream chat a little bit get us to the path of affiliates once it starts getting to affiliates then i could say uh some big things are coming but that about does it here for the get comfy podcast we hope you guys enjoyed this show goes live every sunday morning 10 a.m eastern standard time on all major listening platforms like itunes spotify and of course the believe podcast network but you know what we'll see you guys next time thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.